Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 89 of Wangs, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. And we are the on the eve of December already. How has the time flown? Holy shit. And don't look now, NFL fans, but on either end of the beltway, you have the Baltimore Ravens at the top of the AFC at 8-3, and three, and the fucking Washington football team has the third wild card spot as we sit here this evening. Let's kick it off with some football talk. I am Todd, joined as always by the esteemed Jerry. How are you, man? What's happening? I just want to say to all the colleges out there looking for head coaches, <laughs> Neil, Neil Brown is available. Are you available? Heard you had a nice <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always available. I heard you had a really good defensive coordinator year, so your, your yeah. resume is looking pretty good right My now. Good counsel JV resume. <laughs> It's looking strong Six right now. Six points a game. I figured Hell yeah. I'll be surprised if Notre Dame doesn't call. <laughs> and the third member of the squad. What's going on, Jeremy? Yo, how you boys doing? Good, man. World traveler Jeremy over here, fresh off of an actual vacation. So we, we might get to some details yeah. later. A long cruise and I never even got off the damn ship. <laughs> Dude, that's like your dream vacation. Actually, yeah, I have no problem with that. Dude, a closed loop cruise is like Jeremy's jam. Send him out to the ocean. Have them just turn around and come back as long as there's bars, a casino, and some chicks. Bars and casino. And some chicks. <laughs> and some, yeah, I mean, you know. Properly said. Doesn't get much better than that. All right, so let's get right into it. So seriously, I can't believe it, man. Uh, two primetime games this past weekend. So you had the Ravens on Sunday night against Cleveland, and you had Washington last night against Seattle. Both games were stinkers as far as, like, national television goes. Ravens won 16-10. Was that the final? Yes. And then, Ter- terrible game. Yeah. And then Washington brutal. wins 17-15. Not, not much better in terms of the quality of play. Great scoring on Sunday and Monday night, huh? Oh, Jesus. But, um, well, I mean, they lost their kicker. Yes. So it, that threw a huge yeah. wrench into things for sure. Um, but All right. So where do you want to start? Jerry, you want to kick us off with some Ravens uh, info? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, Lamar has uh, four interceptions. God, that game, game was weird, wasn't it? It was it was painful. It, it was, really it was. was painful to watch on my phone. <laughs> what um, I don't understand is Lamar with four picks and the Ravens looking looking pretty disheveled there in the first half. How was Cleveland equally as bad? I mean, those are two good offensive teams, and they they certainly uh, fooled us because well, they, they the, look like shit. The, the QBR for uh, Baker Mayfield was forty five, and the QBR for Lamar was twenty five. So you did not have a great. Um, so combined, it was still shitty. I mean, Baker was 18 for 37. That was 50% for 247 and a touchdown. Lamar was 20 for 32, 165, one touchdown, four picks. Yeah, the four picks are bizarre. Yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know. Hey, you know what, though? It's almost like a bad shooting game. You may as well just be terrible and get it out of your system. I mean, four picks in but one game and great. you still win? He had been great in a while. Well, remember, no, he missed picks, the week though. before. He missed the week before. So the question is, was he really healthy coming well, back? I don't think he obviously was. Yeah. He wasn't at full strength. Right. If he if he had COVID, it was – I don't know if he – that's what I think had. they have to say it, and they said yeah. it was non, non-COVID maybe illness. It may, it maybe it's just some sort of illness, but he wasn't clearly as strong. Not at all. Well, yeah. shit, if it was like a traditional flu, that might even be worse. Yeah, yeah. Sure. knock you on your ass and oh, dehydrate yeah. you for 48 yeah. hours, you know? Um, and for uh, 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 an elite level athlete like that, that just throws such a wrench into your you know daily and weekly training regimen. I will point this out though. Um, JOK was available when the Redskins drafted, or when Washington drafted, right? And he went to Cleveland, and he averages like twelve tackles a game. Mm-hmm. And that was a dude at Notre Dame that everybody had a heart issue, and then yep. was small. Yep. But damn, can that can play? He can play, man. He can just play. shows you that we need me to be evaluate. <laughs> Without I, need, I need to be hired by somebody. Of course. Uh, if, you're, if you're not getting that coaching job, then the Washington uh, football team, you're there as a consultant for the draft. I'll be, your, I'll be your assistant. I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I called him to be a great player. I can't remember. Maybe you can go back and listen. I'll print out a Kuiper's 400-page book for you. <laughs> That's right. Go to Jerry's office and do it yeah, first. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do your office. Use do it his printer paper. So Ravens are four and three, first in the AFC North. They are five and one at home, which bodes well for the playoffs. Um, they eight and three overall, right? Eight and three overall. Okay. And I'm trying to find their upcoming schedule. Barely. Well, again, even though it was a brutal game in terms of quality, you, you just got to win in this league, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's and that's all the Ravens are doing. I mean, look back at it. They 
they've had some impressive wins. The win over uh, the the Chargers, mm-hmm. super impressive. But the win over Detroit with that last second, you know, field goal aided by a referee faux pas. Yep. I mean, they pulled a rabbit out of a hat there. But it doesn't matter. You just got to fucking win each week. That's well, all there is to it. Here is their schedule, and things could get dicey. Okay. All right. They got uh, the Steelers at Steelers at Browns next two games, both away. Then they have a gauntlet. Packers, Bengals, Rams. And then they finish at home with the Steelers. Wow. So, hmm. I mean, they'll... With the way the Steelers played this past week, they should be licking their chops. They still have the Steelers twice on their oh, schedule. Oh, yeah. Dude, um, yeah. That was fucking pathetic. But you They're have to terrible. think Tomlin's going to... Tomlin's going to get them ready to play more That's competitive true. games. Y- you have to think yeah, so, but here's was... my question there. I mean, Ben looks... I mean, he, he I mean, looks so started, they should They should have started the the uh, the rebuild. Yeah. Just start it, man. I know. Um, I know. So Baltimore is 8-3, and three, Cincinnati 7-4, and four, and they look like they're trending upward. Yeah, they're good. Cleveland and Pittsburgh both look like they are currently trending downwards. I would say Baltimore is sort of just treading water. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, it, it, you know I what? would assume both Baltimore and Cincinnati make the playoffs in some form or fashion. I would think so as well. It's so interesting, right? Eight and three, but you're right. They do look like they're treading water when you watch them play. Yeah. They don't look like they're clicking. They're not. Uh, they're not. You they're, know, they're, 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 they're grinding in, every yeah, game. They're beating inferior opponents. And it all comes down to Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it, one bright spot, which I will also translate to the Capitals, is that they are winning with Lamar not running mm-hmm. as much as he normally does, which probably bodes well later in the season. Absolutely. Come um, a playoff game when you just need him to scamper yeah. for 60 or 70 yards. Just, and like, he's the cap, just like the Caps yeah. are winning games without their vets. Right. Which makes when they come back, that means they have less wear and tear when they get to the playoffs. It's actually there beautiful. There yep. you go. Now you you're know? 100% right, um, man. So, so I think, you know, they're probably, if I had to guess, they are, you know, limiting Lamar and running um, and not letting him take a lot of hits, but they do not look cohesive on offense. And I think it just mm-hmm. goes back to the fact that when he is not running full speed and at full capabilities, then they're not going to be dynamic. Yeah, they're average because he's not a he's not a pocket quarterback. Right. So, um, but you know, take them one game at a time. If they can win the next two, um, that sort of knocks Pittsburgh and uh, Cleveland down a lot. It and does. then, then you have to play the Cincinnati game, which at Cincinnati, and but it's a payback game. It is. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I anticipate they go into Pittsburgh and win. It's not going to be pretty, but I, I anticipate they win. I think they lose at Cleveland. I think it's it's the payback game there. I think Cleveland wins an ugly one there. Um, and then to finish off the season, I think you got to beat Pittsburgh. You know, you yeah. need to beat Pittsburgh twice down the stretch. That gets you to ten wins. Um, I think they'll finish ten and seven. I, I think they're going to get 11. I think yeah. they're at eight right now. I think they get three wins down the stretch. They, they finish with 11 wins, and they get in somehow. If that's good enough to win the division, great. If not, they get in as one I mean, of the 11's three and three in the last six games. Correct. I, 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 think that's what they're, I think that's what they're trending towards, personally. Yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. And, you know, Lamar, well, I think will assume, you know, he'll get better. I think he was, like you said, a rough week after the injury, stuff like that, or the, the illness, stuff like that. And they're still, you know, they still got to do all this without their top, is it two or three running backs? Oh, three. Yeah, so yeah. And those other guys just, I mean, they're they're backups these days. There's, well, you know, it looks like Devontae been. Freeman is is settling in a little yeah, bit there. He yeah, is. He, he is. He, I mean, they, they got rid of Le'Veon, which was yep. good. There's too many. There's yeah. a, there is such a thing as too many running backs. Yeah. There is. There is. And, and, and those vets can all still play, but they have to be in the right situation. I think I think Freeman's found that this situation yeah. is playable for him. Yeah. But I think I, with what they had started the season, I think they were hoping for a little, little more. Oh, yeah. Obviously. For sure. For sure. And, is, and they got to where they are without having that all year. Yep. So... Yep. Well, yet again, I mean, good coaching staff, good cohesive front office. Uh, whether they're healthy or not, and whether they're playing well or not, they work really hard, and they usually are in it, you know, towards the end of a game. Um, and hell, let's transition that into Washington football team. I can't believe I'm saying it, but that's exactly the formula they're using right now. Defense to start the season was just atrocious. What the fuck? How is that been, even? I don't. I don't even understand what's. I don't going either. On. But it's been so much better the last few weeks without Chase and Montez. <laughs> I know, which begs the question. I don't know. Well, I, I get it that the rumor on Chase Young was that he's just not coachable. He's not coachable. He's he freelances he's, every play. Yeah, and he's yeah. relying on his athletic ability. And I think Rivera actually said something to the fact that he just needs more coaching. Um, but. 
it just doesn't make sense that you miss you you lose your two best players and you're actually playing better. I know. But the front seven was dominant last night, albeit Seattle is a shell of what they once were. Sure, sure. Um, Wilson didn't play a great game. I heard a stat. I mean, Seattle, man, those Seattle teams, when they were winning 9, 10, 11 games a year, you know, in the conference title game, it seemed like every year, they would just beat the shit out of you on the offensive line, <laughs> run the football, never in third and long. What they have? They only ran 43 plays last night. 33 of them were passing plays. 10 runs, 18 yards. I mean, that is not the Seattle team that we're used to. Now, again, kudos to Washington for third week in a row, hogging the ball, holding (laughs) on to it, not letting the other team get out there. Um, With all that being said. Seattle's 3-8. and I know. They're just a bad football team. And and here's the deal. And I I don't want to sit here and shit on Washington because they're the team I root for. But I fully expected... Seattle to go down and score last night, and they did. Sure. But there's no excuse for that. Washington had the ball the whole fucking game. Yep. Defense goes out there for the last two minutes, and they give up a 96-yard drive. Yeah, that's been a mistake. Well, I think it was, it was a mistake. It was the, you know, what's-his-name came in when um, when Collins went down, mm-hmm. misread on the yep. on the play, and I got open over the middle. Yep. So, uh, but that's the thing is it was playing a better game, not being on the field at all. They basically had two big mistakes because they were barely out on the field. Well, so keep in mind they would have been up by eleven. Yeah, had if the referee they had, if, actually. If, if well, they also had, overturning that call was wrong. That, oh, it was terrible. Awesome. It was a terrible call. If you called that incomplete, Absolutely. I'm fine keeping it incomplete. Yep. You can't call it complete and then reverse it based nope. on what we saw. But no, no they, fucking way. But if they had a kicker, they would have gone up by eleven. Yeah. That's correct. Right. So it would have right. been. A, it would have been. A, right. They would have gone down and score, but you, there's no eleven point play. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, it would not have. I mean, it was a perfect storm uh, of. You know, you have to go for it. You get it. They reverse it, and then they take <laughs> they take it down to score. It's like someone's just trying to take this game away from. <laughs> yep. And we don't have a kicker. I know. I know. Well, good on them for holding on and, and getting the win. Um, originally, when we looked at the schedule, these you know th- this last run of games was going to be brutal. Yeah. And here they are, and, and you know five and six. Listen, and I didn't I, think I th- I thought they'd get to five to six wins the entire season. That was my prediction. So the fact that they're sitting there at five now with six to play, I still only think they win two or three more. I think we need to do a wings, beers, and cheers. Well, wings, beers, and tears. <laughs> My bad. We can do them. We do both. <laughs> wings, beers, and tears. For a rule proposal is that you should always be able to have an emergency kicker because if a guard goes down, you can put another guard in. Yep. Right. But if a kicker goes down, you can't put in another kicker. That's a good point. So it doesn't really – you should have an emergency kicker available. Well, I still think that the the roster size in the NFL is a joke. Yeah, it's when you look at how small. many good free agents are sitting out there on the street ready to get a job tomorrow, and, and they do from week to week, why isn't the fucking roster 10, 10 guys more? I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why I just mispronounced our podcast. I think it's because I wanted to be. It's only Wings, episode eighty nine. Wings, Wings beers and cheers, so. but I think that's probably already taken or some shit like that. So we had to go Wings beers and tears. Yeah. My well, bad. I was going to kind of ignore it and just let it go, but <laughs> no, it was, it. It was damn it. funny. I think I've used that before. A Wings beers and tears cheers to whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Why? It. I'm not just a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever said the name of our podcast. <laughs> Because you do all the anyway. So let's let's do let's do a rule. Major's all fired up too. It's like not knowing your own phone number. I mean, who cares? Well, Major knows I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so anyway, Ravens. Uh, let's keep it going and uh, see what happens next week at uh, Pittsburgh. Um, and if you're Washington, yeah. um, so what's the look ahead for Washington, uh, Jay? Do you know? Well, Vegas next week. That's right. Um, that's right. And then it rolls into five in a row against the division. Yep, that's so. right. They finish off the season with all divisional yep. opponents. All right, I got. I'll finish. I'll let you know what it is here. I'm pretty game. sure it's Dallas is the first because we haven't, obviously haven't. Well, I mean, let's yet. think about it for a second. They're sitting at five wins, right? Their last five are against divisional opponents. Yes, if they yes. split with Dallas and Philly, then that's two more wins. Mm-hmm. One more against the Giants. God, you can't lose that game. You really can't. Mitch. So now um, it's too bad they fired a. Garrett. Garrett, yeah, I know. He's you definitely won him on board. Yeah. I mean, if they can split with Dallas and Philly and get one either against Vegas or the Giants, that's three more wins. You're sitting at eight and nine to finish the season. Yeah. I, I didn't think they would get there. I don't know if that's gonna be good enough to get that last wild card or not. I'm I'm not quite sure. But at least you're in the running. At least you're playing meaningful games yeah, in December. I'm with and you. and that's what Rivera said he wanted. He goes, We wanted to play meaningful games. Yeah. And they've got uh, so many tiebreakers right now. So they do. They might they lose do. them. But go ahead, Jerry. They've got the at the Raiders, home to the Cowboys, at the Eagles, at the Cowboys, 
home to the Eagles at the Giants. Yeah, it's so, not easy. But well, I mean, you know, those you have, you know, four out of the last six against teams with losing records. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and Jalen Hurts, man, you know, obviously he can come out and light, you know, light light Washington up, but I I think there's a lot of film out on him. Um, he seems that last game they played there was it was just terrible. Uh, he, uh, look, he is the kind of quarterback that traditionally would kill Washington. I have to imagine this defense is playing better. Yeah. They look like they're catalyzing. Yeah. That I, I would say their most improved unit on the squad is their linebacking core, and it had to be the most improved unit because right, they were, they were so fucking bad, yeah. awful in the first five games. But I thought Holcomb played his best game last night, and I thought Davis was pretty decent. I, I'm no, seeing Davis is getting better, no question. Well, he, you know? he here's your well, he had here's your, to, but yeah, here's yeah. your hope, right? Washington can can win one of the next two games. And then by the time they're playing the Eagles and the Giants, they're done. Right. Right. right? So they have nothing to play for. They're just playing spoiler, which, you know, when you play spoiler, it's a little bit dangerous. But if you get up on them early and they don't have anything to play for, they're just like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. Exactly. I'd, I'd take us with that sense of urgency with Heineke with the ball. Mm-hmm. Then Hurts knowing his season's done, not giving right. a shit, you know, freelancing a little bit. Or and then you start IRing a bunch. Of, I mean, did we see that last year, right? We did. You start yeah. IRing a bunch of players. Sure, and you don't really care. Yeah, who basically, plays. IR'd Hurts in the second quarter against us last year. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, look, I fully expect the wheels to come off. I I fully expect I'm them to with finish, you, man. You know like, me. You know, five right. and eleven or whatever. <laughs> fuck ever. But every, you know, Ron Rivera for all of his shortfalls and for the weird fucking start to the year and. You know, RG three is going to write a tell-all book, which is going <laughs> to. I can't That's wait. That's going to be wonderful. Gonna, I can't wait. Which is going to be just. I mean, just going to slam Dan Snyder, um, and you know. I hope he absolutely just destroys the front office and culture. That how discombobulated I mean, this, they are. This fucking guy. Who RG three? Oh, yeah. he took all their money. He yeah. didn't have a problem taking their money. He Hell would, no, he didn't. It's just now. I think he's now, gonna slam the shit out of Shanahan as being like this absolutely. little Napoleonic, you know, dictator. Um, but really, anybody <laughs> could just slam the shit out of RG three for being a fraud. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. He was being a terrible fucking just teammate and a terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get eight year old news from a fraud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I like RG three. And and <laughs> it's gonna be funny as shit. <laughs> you know, Washington is now gonna get former players who are employed by them to, to start leaking out how terrible the teammate RG3 was. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be dealing once again with an off-the-field story when on-the-field is all that fucking matters. I mean, Ron Rivera's got to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I cannot catch a break here. Or it's everything he does is great because the rest of the organization is in such shambles yeah. with the reputation and everything that all he... He can actually just focus on coaching. Well, and stuff. Just like, you know what? Because the rest of the circus writes also, itself. That was eight years ago. That's where nothing to do with us. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, who's that guy again? The guy who played like one year. <laughs> yeah. and then... That's right. Wasn't he pretty fast and then <laughs> he got hurt fast. all the time? Yeah. And then he, he he just came in the next day or next year coming off that injury, telling Mike Shanahan what offense they're going to run. Mike Shanahan's like, the fuck ever. Man. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Get out of my office, douchebag. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be funny. Yeah, that that that's going to be a circus. But true or untrue, it's just going to further, you know, just humiliate Dan Snyder. Oh, yeah. The guy has no shame, obviously. Doesn't it come out like right when training or preseason starts next yeah, year? It's like August like 9th is yeah. when the book comes yeah. out, like right before. That. And it might speed up if they make the playoffs. It'll come, <laughs> out, it'll come out playoff day. Uh, all right, so let's knock it down a level, but let's stick to some football. Um, let's talk some college, man. The Terps and the Mountaineers both limp across the finish line to six and six, man. So there are a lot of predictions out yes. there that Maryland and West yes. Virginia may play again mm-hmm. out in Arizona. I've yep. heard that as well, but I've heard the more likely scenario is West Virginia goes out to Arizona because they travel well, and Maryland's nobody's gonna- going out to West Virginia. I mean, nobody's going out to fucking Arizona from West Virginia. We're the poorest state in the country. <laughs> West Virginia always travels well. Yeah. You they just take your home do. with you, right? Always do. So fuck <laughs> that. I ain't. Well, I would never even go for um, free. <clears throat> again, I have no insider knowledge. This is just uh, the uh, what the fuck's the guy's name from CBS Sports. Jerry Palm. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said he his prediction is West Virginia out to Arizona, and he thinks Maryland in the pinstripe bowl against Ugh. either Louisville or Miami. 
because he said it's a drivable game for Maryland fans. They have a big New York presence, apparently. Yeah. And he said that they'll they'll show out pretty decently for that one. Um, and over the years, that's what these bowls have done. It's less about the matchup and more about how can we just get a certain contingency right. there. Yeah. Um, I can see, I can see them being yeah. a pinstripe. So, uh, so that's that. That's what that's what I've heard. We shall see. Um, I mean, if it's drivable, what what are the chances Mitch and crew go? He said they might. Yeah. Depends on you know day of the game stuff like that. I would be far more um, available to go or willing to go to an Appalachian State game mm. than any Maryland or West Virginia yeah. bowl game. Now, where are they going to find themselves? Uh, they play in the conference championship championship this week, and then most people say like the Cure Bowl down in like Charlotte. Sh- no, it's in Orlando. Orlando. Oh, that's right. That's at the it's old. Like the uh, first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's at the. It's uh, at the old like um, Citrus Bowl site, I think. It's. Yep. It, it, that sounds right. Everything yeah. is so out of whack now, but um, the Cure Bowl is the first bowl that's being played, which is usually it's almost like the Showcase Showdown used to be. Like you never mm-hmm. take the first one; you always right. have to wait for the story. And the you always used to have shitty, 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 shitty bowls, and then you got better as like after Christmas you would have right. And you know, now it's different. It's, well, the Cure Bowl pays Appalachian State more than any other bowl exactly by right. far. So That's right. So Sean was like, well, "I want to go to that one." Right. <laughs> you know, we actually make money. I will lose money if we go anywhere else. Sure. Um, I mean, West Virginia going out to Arizona, they will lose tons of money because they have to transport everybody out there. So you joke Neil Brown was available. Is he available? Or oh, he's available. They, they nobody wants him, but he's available. <laughs> So is he not at West Virginia anymore? No, he's at West Virginia. Oh. But uh, last year, last year he would his name would pop up for these things. Everybody's like, "Oh no!" Now everybody's like, "Man, oh go!" Oh, take it, take it. <laughs> take I see it, what man. you're Neil saying. Brown's I see what available. you're saying. I'll so, post so as Brown a West Virginia fan, <laughs> Neil Brown is now expendable, and in your mind, he should be available to somebody. Yeah, else. man, because they're bringing they're bringing my boy Dogie Dogie back. Yep, that guy's like and herpes. I, I man. knew you would be happy. Rid of him. <laughs> I knew he'd be very happy to hear that he was coming back. You can't get rid so of Dogie. So what is it? Maryland, West Virginia to start the season next year in Morgantown, I think. And it could be I think I don't know if do they play next year because yeah, I, I know I know a year I know, or two off. Yeah, though. I know West Virginia plays Virginia Tech and Pitt again next year. Interesting. So maybe I could have sworn it was it was a home and home again and I thought twenty twenty one was a college home, park. Home it, break home. It could be. It very well could be. Yeah, I'm be. not sure. Um, I'm think I'm thinking there's a, there's a year off. I don't know. I, I like. I'd like to see Tilly and, and Daggy play one more time. <laughs> oh, anybody wants to play against Daggy? Now I do. I didn't at the beginning of the season, uh, but look, we you were called a, it. You called it. We were at a, we were at a friend's house, and you know Alabama Auburn's on. It's like a great game, right? Oh, like, dude, that, game, that game was ridiculous. Yeah, and by then, the way. and there was like another game that was awesome, right? The end of the Penn State game. Oh was, yeah, was the on, snow that was right? fucking great. And so we're watching all these games. Let's watch the West Virginia game. I'm like no. No, don't put it on, right? And of course they put it on. And the minute they put it on, Dogie picked six for fucking Kansas. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I saw that final score. I'm hoping it wasn't that close. Oh, it was close. Really? Yeah. Dude, West was Virginia sucks. 34-28. Yeah, West Virginia sucks. You know, he but he he would th- he threw three interceptions. He was playing well. And then he was like, Hey, you can have it. Just like read the guy right to the guy. <laughs> what are you fucking watching? So all right, so Maryland finished off with Rutgers. Went to Rutgers, and, I mean, the winner of that game was going to be bowl eligible. Yeah. Rutgers is much improved. Maryland just lay a smack down on it. Yeah, it was not close. It was I not, mean, I watched well, it yesterday. Right, so I had one nervous moment in that game. All right, so Maryland's up in that game. They go down their first two drives and score. Up 13 nothing. Going to no, kick the extra point. 13 no. well, Okay, yeah, yeah. Going to kick the extra point. Gets blocked and returned. It's 13-2. to two. Jesus Christ. That never happens in football. Fuck except to. Me. Terps and Washington the same weekend. Same fucking weekend. I'm like, God damn it. So we hold Rutgers on fourth down, get the ball back, go down and score. Oh, you, we did? How many tackles did you have? <laughs> Sorry. I was sweating during that game, okay? I was, I was working up a little bit of a sweat. So we're, I was drinking during that game. So Maryland's up 20-2 to two at that point. Next thing I know, I looked down on my phone. We're bouncing around from bar to bar down at Bryce. Nice. And... Uh, so we get to Swover, and I look down, and it's 20-2 to two Maryland, and we're first and goal in the one with, like, 30 seconds left. I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's go. Did you take your shirt off? I did not. Oh, okay. I did not. It so wasn't raining, it and, wasn't I wasn't, and I wasn't quite <laughs> drunk enough yet. Well, so. <laughs> so I kept it on. So next thing I know, I look down. So I, I, we, we order drinks. We order a pizza. We're, like, sitting there. Of course, the game's not on there. They had, like, real games on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I look back down at my phone, and it's, like, halftime, 20-2. to two. And I'm like... 
How do we not score? So I texted George. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He goes, you don't even want to know. Yeah. It was like it was just like a comedy of errors. Well, is, following <laughs> it on the phone was brutal because it said like, that, um, what's his name? Talia? Yeah, the kicker, damn it. Petrino? Petrino missed a 10-yard field goal is what it said, at least <laughs> what we were reading because we were on the ship. Right. So It's well, not even possible. Yeah. No. Well, no, it's not impossible. But we didn't realize that like, they had like a penalty until you had a, made a horrendous decision, and then, and then they had to rush. They probably shouldn't have even actually gotten the kickoff. No. Because they stopped the clock for no damn reason. They rushed the kick. He misses like a 20-yard kick by 20 feet, but it's, he probably shouldn't have gotten it off anyway because time should have run out. It was a complete disaster. So here's the problem with Maryland winning that game. Loxley stays. Oh, he was, he he was going to stay anyway, Jerry. Yeah. They don't have the money to buy him out. Um, all right. So let's – all right. So real quick on the positive – Maryland makes a bowl game. Good. They said that they needed to, and hopefully that helps. Yeah. I mean, helps with recruiting. They helps can, with some they of can, these guys. They can beat Miami or Louisville. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, I think so, too. Uh, Talia is a game changer himself, and the defense has shown enough to be able to hang with these teams, especially for a game. Right. They can they can scheme, and they can do smoke and mirrors Just for a game. Just can't turn the ball over. Just can't yeah. turn the ball over. So well, I'm excited yeah. that they're in a bowl game for sure. And Talia, you know, set the school record for passing yards in a season, passing uh, yeah. the gambler. Yep. So that's that's impressive. So that's great. Is he going pro? I don't think I so. I doubt it. He's, he's only <laughs> so here's my sophomore. concern, and this happens to every team, whether you make a bowl game or not, you're seeing it right now. The coaching carousel has started, and the fucking transfer portal is yep. a goddamn yeah. disaster. Yeah, and, lost at least three guys. And all your seniors or draft-eligible people will not play. Correct. Yep. So less about the bowl game, more about going forward. Maryland's already had three guys declare – that they're going into the transfer portal. Only one of them really worries me. It was a freshman named Brandon Jennings, and he was a four-star kid from Florida that we got, and he played as a freshman and played pretty well, and now he's gone. I'm like, fuck. Now, I know that happens to everybody. So if you're Maryland, you're Loxley, you know he's always sniffing on the recruiting Oh, he's going to. He's He's going to get some guys, both, you know, blue-chip recruits, but also transfer portal guys from other Mm -hmm. places. I get it. You're going to replace like with like. I, I get all that. But it, you've said it for a long time now, Jerry. This is the wave of the future, right? Oh, this is awful. I mean, these guys, just because you get this five-star recruit doesn't mean shit anymore because all it takes is one year of eh playing time, and he's fucking gone. And, you know? And, dude, not only that, he could come play his ass off. You can kiss his ass. He's, I mean, he has everything he wants. And then one of the big boys call. That's Alabama. It. Sure. You know, Georgia. Yep. And, hey, man, we got an opening. That's right. And boom, he's gone. Yep. You know, I'm with any you, of those SEC teams, you know, the Ohio States of the world, anybody who's going to be in the, you know, college football playoff, once they have openings, it, it gets really bad when they start taking your best players yep. and you have done nothing wrong. I agree. You've done everything <laughs> that that kid has asked, his handlers, his parents, whatever. I'm, I'm with you, man. And, and I'm That's one of way. those, I used to think the NCAA's rules prohibiting these guys. They're making a decision at 17 to do what they're going to do from 18 to 22, right. and then they're basically handcuffed and they can't go anywhere. Well, they made the other extreme now. Now it's a fucking free-for-all. And, uh, you know, I mean, you there's, have, there's, there's nobody policing any of this stuff, and it's, it's going to be... You have Bryce Young and the, the kid from Ohio State making a million dollars a year. Yeah. How can you compete with that you can't. if you're Maryland or West Virginia? You can't, man. You just can't compete with it. Yep. So they're always going to get the better program. They're always going to get the better players, and they're going to steal your All-Americans. That's right. That's right. You're good. They're going to snatch that Brandon Jennings and those other guys. And, now, and that's 85% of the time, the transfer portal works out terribly for the player. Absolutely. <laughs> because if you're not good enough to play at your school, you're not going to be good enough to play at another school unless it go down. That's right. Yep. Right? Right. So if you're at Maryland and you're a second-teamer and you transfer to Texas – you ain't going to play there either. Right. It's very rare where the transfer guy comes in and makes an impact. Right. No, I agree with you. But like you said, a lot of these kids are divas. They've and they got, got handlers. They got handlers. They got people in their ear that are not always looking out for their best interests. You know, they're looking out for the squad, you know, the whole entourage. So they're getting fed information and they're sure. just, they, you know, they're oh, impressionable. You, you go here, it's going to be That's it's right. going to be better. And That's it's, right. It rarely ever works out. I'm with you, man. So that was my one little rant where I am, I'm cautiously optimistic because I think the bowl game is going to be good for a guy like Loxley who is a good recruiter, and he's going to use that as a tool to get those next wave of guys in, and hopefully he can replace the guys that leave with other transfer portal guys, and, and it works out. Well, anybody 
ju- you know, senior, junior who is draftable is at risk not to play. Mm-hmm. In any You're bowl right. game, that's not a non-playoff game or maybe even a New Year's game. Right. I mean, if you're playing, uh, why would you play in the Arizona Bowl game? And, f- you know, if you're, a, if you're Letty Brown, mm-hmm. right, and you're draftable, yeah. why would you play? Which he and, is, right? Yeah, I mean, he totally why, is. Yeah, why, would, why would you play and get injured? So he won't play. Yeah. Um, and then now West Virginia is screwed because right. he's really their offense. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, I heard Daggy's going to play. And he's the best player for the other team. <laughs> so and he's coming back. Guys, like freaking. I'm serious. He's like 20 well, years old. So a, uh, no, no. What I was gonna say is, I would like for Maryland to play West Virginia again in a bowl. I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be. I fun. think West Virginia wins that game. They're, they're not going to lose to Maryland twice in the same season. No, I think West no Brown, better. but they got Diggy. <laughs> yeah, our chances. Um, but it, at least that would be exciting. At least they would have. If Maryland plays Louisville, let's say in the Pinstripe Bowl, and it's cold and it's blah. It's just going to be a blah game. Hopefully we win. Hopefully it's more exciting than I'm thinking. If West Virginia goes out to Arizona, like you said, it's going to be a half-full stadium. Oh, there's it, there's it, there's going to be 5,000 West Virginia fans there maybe. Yeah, you know. I, 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 I would like more uh, excitement for each team. At the same time, I'm glad each team is in a position to be in a bowl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean you, don't, you know, want a crappy season. It was a, it was a disappointing season up in Morgantown. It was. That, but it, right after the Maryland loss – I mean, you knew it was going to be because that's right. just that's the predictor. It's always yeah. the predictor game, right? All right, here's the coaching carousel, boys. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. So it's nuts, man. Virginia Tech today hires a guy named Brent Pry, who was the defensive coordinator at Penn, Penn State. State. Never yep. heard of him. Brian Kelly goes to LSU, who's probably <laughs> the worst culture fit in the history of the world with his tight ass. <laughs> Down there with a bunch of them Cajuns. Are you shitting me? Well, he can get away with murder down there, probably. Hey, man. Yeah, you already Careful did what you wish for, Brian Kelly, yeah. you piece of fucking shit. Well, I didn't realize because he was now playing. you get to go down to the fucking SEC. Yeah. You don't get to play your little Toledos and your bullshit oh. schedules that you get to dictate. Yeah, yeah that's going to be think, dude. You yeah. think he gives a shit, though? I didn't realize how little money he was making at Notre Dame. He's a, I mean, he was making like 2.7. Yeah, I can't stand him. And now him. he's making 9.5. Yeah, I should be in fucking jail. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I, can, I can't stand him, but he's he's a decent coach. He's a decent coach. Um, yeah, but to Todd's point, I mean, he's had it easy. Yeah. Oh, he's had it so I mean, oh, yeah, easy. They, they, look, there ain't no fucking Tulsa's on your, yeah. no, on your no, SEC. No, no, no. He played three teams this year, maybe. All right, Lincoln Riley's going to SC, of course. <laughs> yeah, did you see that deal? $110 million. They're buying his two houses in Norman for 500000 each over asking – Buying him a house in L.A., 24-7 access to the private jet for his family. That's just unbelievable. That's unreal. Unreal. Sonny Dykes. And, and he's already recruiting his Oklahoma recruits. Oh, he's already pulled he's half, already f- half in, a minute. Yeah, he's already at the house with their pictures with his yeah, USC. Yeah. Um, Sonny Dykes at TCU. <laughs> Billy Napier goes to Florida from Louisiana, which mm-hmm. is good for my boy because that's the same level he's at. Um, and... Oklahoma has not named anybody. Notre Dame obviously has not named anybody. Um, so we will see how that goes. But it's just beginning. It's beginning, man. It's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be a mad dash. It's going to be funny as shit. All right. Speaking of funny as shit, before we get off of college football here, th- this past weekend was so great. I love seeing upheaval at the top because it's just it, it takes all of the people that think they know everything and they know. Uh, this team's going to slot in here, and this team's going to slot in there. And Auburn was this close to just creating even more havoc. God, they pissed that game away. Um, I was so happy because I love Alabama. Um, <laughs> that uh, Bryce Young is legit, dude. That guy can fucking play football, man. I'm really impressed with him. Um, but seeing Michigan beat Ohio State was hilarious. Seeing Auburn almost beat Alabama was hilarious. That would have been amazing, honestly. Um I think it's still going to end up. You're still going to have Georgia, Alabama. I think Cincinnati, right? As long as they don't blow it against Houston, they're going to be in. I still think that some of these other teams, whoever we know, conference winners and stuff, could leapfrog them. So here's my question. Is there any chance Notre Dame gets in? Oh, my God. Without a coach? Without a coach. They only have one loss. Yeah, I I, think, I I don't think they should. I, no, but I, I, mean, I don't. I don't think, think so. they should because they lost to Cincinnati, so. right? Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I would rather have a two-loss Ohio State in over Notre Dame. I would yeah, too. So Absolutely. Would I. Absolutely. Okay. Right. But I don't know if they get in over Cincinnati. I don't think so. So, 
<clears throat> now, yeah. I think Michigan gets in as long as they beat Iowa. Yep. Because they'll be the Big Ten champs. Um, and good for Harbaugh. I mean, I think he's a crybaby little bitch. He's so different than his brother. But he's. You know, he did give $3 million to people who lost their. I mean, I, I that's saw kind that. of a balls out thing. Yeah, he might no, be no. a good dude, but a douche on the field. Yep. I, I think, think that's just, exactly just a what douche it is. on the he field. I think that's exactly yeah. what it is. You know, he's like my brother Chris. You know? <laughs> Just such an asshole on the field. And then you're like, you're just a nice guy off of it. But um, <laughs> so uh, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. But my prediction is going to be I still think it's two SEC teams. I think it's going to be yep. Georgia and, and Alabama yep. find their way in there. I think it's Michigan. And then I think it's Cincinnati. I don't know who leapfrogs them. Could it Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Oklahoma yeah, State is the say, only that's, one that's I one think I that has a chance. See. But Oklahoma but you know State what? has I, Baylor. That's a tough yeah, game. No, no. If they, uh, so, I mean, if they lose that game, yeah, they don't get in. But, but if they if they win that game, leave, I think they leave for Cincinnati. I really you're going to have a hard you're going to have a hard time convincing people in the Big Twelve that they don't deserve to leapfrog Cincinnati with all the ranked teams I, they've beaten. Yeah. I agree He's, with you. you Cincinnati's know. beaten one team, and one I still team. think that's debatable. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. The Cincinnati? Do they have a conference championship? They do. They, so play, they play Houston. Houston. Now Houston's not bad. I'm telling you, I know, I know. I make fun of Dana Holgerson, but Houston's <laughs> not bad, and Cincinnati hadn't been playing great. They really? haven't. Isn't isn't Houston like ten and two? Yeah, they put up like forty points a game. I mean, that game. I'm could telling be you, really man. Good. I'm actually rooting for Houston oh, in that game. Are you kidding me? I'm probably rooting <laughs> should for have him. a watch party. Watch <laughs> root for I Houston. Just I mean, Cincinnati I can't. It's hard for me to root for that douchebag, but uh, I know, but. I, I'm. I don't. He can coach some offense. Yes, he can. And uh, that's a dangerous game for Cincinnati because I they're already agree. they're already looking past. That's I right. mean, their coaches probably aren't, but a lot of their fans and the, are well, they yeah. going to make when they win? Are they going to? You know. yeah, absolutely, man. That's a dangerous one. You know, there's a lot of. Oh my goodness, there's a lot of good games uh, this weekend. And oh, some great games. This I mean, weekend. I was going to drink all day long, and but I'm getting my booster shot. So why would that prevent you from drinking all day? <laughs> I, Apparently, I mean, am I not going to be laid up? I don't know how. I got my booster. You did? Yeah. Did Did you survive? Yeah. I got my booster and then went to the Maryland game that night. What better thing to oh, do when like you're laid up than drink ago. all day? Andre and I got our boosters, and then we moseyed on down to Ikea, and then we hit up hard times, drank some beers, and then went to the Maryland game. Drank a little time of Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Perfect. So, Perfect really, record. you think I, you, I mean, I, I won't die if I, I drink felt, beer? I, well, you might, but you know, nobody else would. Everybody's different. I felt like I had dead arm the, sec- the next day. Like, I was, like, sitting at work. My left arm, I was like, fuck, it's heavy. I never got the chills. I never got any symptoms. I never felt poorly. So you think it's possible that I can get the booster and then watch football at a bar and just drink? I think, I think it's advisable. With, without question. You're a, and you're uh, a doctor. Exactly. I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm almost a doctor. That's right. Plays one on TV, right? Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll try it. But, yeah, so, anyway, I, th- I think this championship Sunday, I mean – Fucking Alabama, Georgia, Dude. which I think expect Georgia to roll, by the way. But still a great game. A lot of NFL dudes playing. Um, you know, Big Ten. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just one after the other. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And Quincy's has Miller Light. Do they? So I will be there. Ah, it's a good, good place to be. Unless I'm you know, know, fetal walk, position. You walk there. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> I, I am the I am the world's biggest pansy. Yeah. Yeah, but we're all telling him this. He's going to be the first person that's laid up for a week from the booster. He'll be all right. He'll just be laid up. For I mean, a week. I've had COVID. I've been vaccinated. It, I have COVID running through my veins. <laughs> like this should just sort of join in with the other COVID. I shouldn't yeah. feel anything. Yeah. No, but, I was pleasantly surprised by the lack of symptoms uh, from my booster. So. Yeah. Hey, right. onward and upward. All right. So let's keep it at the college level, but let's jump over to some hoops right now. Um, fuck. So, dude, speaking of coaching carousel, Mark Turgeon's available. Anybody that needs him for the football, <laughs> that guy sucks, man. man. I'm, I'm, I know you're. I, I'm no. done with him, Jerry. Dude, look, man. I am so unimpressed by his inability to get through to another group of athletes. Five, six, seven years ago, we were sitting here talking about because how long was Bruno here? How long ago was Bruno here? Was it 2017? Yes, yeah, three or four years ago. Okay. <clears throat> So it was even two to three years prior to Bruno being a senior or you know junior or whatever and playing. And we were saying how this Maryland team is underachieving. I think you go back to like 2014, 2015, right in there. And they were supposed to, supposed to win 24, 25 games. I think they limped to 18 or 19, right. barely made the tournament, bowed out in the first round. And all year, Turgeon, man, these guys aren't listening. Dad, just not doing what we're telling them. Not doing 
Now here we are in 2021, yeah, and it's the same thing. Well, I didn't, I didn't see or hear anything about the two games while I was gone. So, um, except they, for scores, basically, they, they, they were classic. They were classic. Uh, uh, it was a tale of two games. The game against Richmond was both teams were shooting the lights out. Okay. Maryland finally had a good shooting game and came out on top. Shocker. Um, well, my dad said some very not nice things about the referees in the Louisville game, but. The Louisville game was basically like a street ball slugfest. Yeah, you said that too. <laughs> um, and they just they they let their athletes be athletes, and Turgeon tried to play this like real buttoned up Maryland system, and it just didn't fucking work. But yet again, it's another Turgeon team that can't run a half court offense. I don't think the sum of their parts are as good as they should be. Yep. You get individual performances here and there that are ooh ah. Well, it's because you have stud players. Yeah, you know. Eric Ayala is going to score 25 in a Big Ten game, and it's going to be on national TV. Everybody's going, yeah, yeah. And then the next game, he's going to go six for 20. Um, you know, Fats Russell's going to have a game that he just takes over and he drives down the lane, and we go, ooh, ah. You know, Julian Reese and Wahab are going to have uh, a game where they each have a double-double and dominate inside. But at the end of the day, are they going to win 21, 22, 23 Can they put games? it together, all Can those they performances? Be there? Yeah. So far, not really. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. They, they, they're talented. They're, at times, very exciting to watch. They're almost better when they get behind. When they start, they do this little three-quarter trap mm-hmm. to, yeah. to push the pace a little bit. When they play athletic and they play loose, they're great. So the Richmond game, when they made that run in the second half against Richmond, they were playing fast and loose, and it was up and down, and it was so exciting to watch. The Louisville game, record scratch, complete opposite. <laughs> We scored 55 points. There was a, there was a, uh, <clears throat> in the Hofstra game, that they had to squeak out that mm-hmm. win, by the way. There was a, a stretch in the second half there where Maryland went on like an 8 0 run and it was all up tempo. And at the end of the 8 0 run, I think we blocked a shot and got it. And Fats looked up and Turgeon standing on the sidelines, pumping his hands like slow down. And I wanted to like jump through the TV and be like, what the fuck is your problem? You've got athletes, these guys like to run. You've got a little bit of depth now. You got so. some depth. Like, fucking go, man. All what are you day. doing? You know? But well, it's like, no, no, no. We've got to hold on to it, you know? It's like straight arrow Gennaro from Necessary Roughness. Run the ball. Run the ball. You know? It's like, you know, stay the course. You know? It's like, fuck, Turge. I like Turge. I like Turge as a guy. I think he's a great dude. I think he's a good ambassador. I think he's a good recruiter. He's a really shitty offensive coach. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, the proof's in the pudding now, you know? I'm going to root for him. Um... I hope they put it together and make an end of the season run. I'd rather them struggle now and then get hot in January. And well, February, that's what I'm hoping right? for right now. Um, but. <clears throat> but here's an example of does the transfer portal really, like Jerry said, how often does it really work out? And you go, oh, college basketball, it should work out. Well, does it? I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know that uh, Oscar dude to Bay or whatever his name was, was at WU and. Basically, Huggins kicked him out, and now he's averaging like nine million points for Kentucky. So, <laughs> works out for him pretty yeah, good. Yeah, for the for the occasional guy, it works out great. Um, well, I mean, look, they lost to Louisville. Um, no is, shame in that no, loss. No but, shame, but here's the problem: now you have Virginia Tech. Oh, their next three are brutal. And you got Northwestern, which is a Big Ten team. That's correct. And then and you then got, you got Florida. Florida. Yep. So if you're looking at going zero and four in those games after poorly performing, zero and four in three games, that would be something. Four games. Did I not say it? Louisville. He meant the Louisville. Oh, you're counting the Louisville. Got it. Got it. Because obviously that's over zero and one. So it's stuck. So if you lose those four games after underperforming against inferior competition, yeah, things could go south with the fan base very quickly. Very quickly. He's. You, the 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 murmurs are, are are there right now. You can see some of the. Uh, well, I know. don't think he's a very good coach. <clears throat> I just don't. When has he ever? We had this discussion, I think, last year and the year before. When has he ever overachieved? He he he's he never overachieved. He, I, I agree. The reason with you. he has a job right now is for two reasons. One, COVID. <laughs> right. Remember, it had his best team ever, and That's the, right. uh, the unknown saved him because he we could have won, right? And his buyout. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just can't afford anybody else. Right? Again, he's a good guy. He runs a good program. Yeah, he's, he's not a good recruiter. He 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 doesn't ruffle any feathers. But if you want to be great, is he your guy? No, obviously not. Obviously, so he's not your guy. You've said this now for three years running. I'm a complainer, though. You are, but but you bring up a good point. I go whiner, if not but... him, <laughs> if not him, then who? That's right. 
Because, it, you know, if you're like, oh, this assistant over here, he's the next guy. It's like, really? You want to go that you route? You have to choose. <clears throat> are you a basketball school or a football school? And you have to devote more resources to one or the other. Right? And I know Maryland struggles, you know, with, with finances, right? Right. Um, but you're fucking Maryland, man. I, I, and you are in the hotbed of recruiting. I'm with you, man. So, I and I've said it a million times. If John Calipari came to sense. Maryland... They would never lose, ever. Yeah. I mean, it would be like it'd be like Nick. It'd be like Nick Saban losing. He's not going on probation, man. He the NCAA loves that dude. Yeah. Right. Um, it's like Nick Saban when he loses, it's like holy shit, he lost. That right. that's what yeah. it would be like. And with NIL, he can cheat all he wants, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. You know, um, it. I but I don't know if financially they can. Get somebody like that. No. that's going to be because no. so he's the name that always pops up. Another one in my brain is Bill Self from Kansas. Sure, like is he? He's the caliber that to me is an upgrade over Church. See what they would do is they would get a young and up and coming coach, right? Um, who's had some success at a lower level. Uh, you don't have to break the bank for him, right? But you could hopefully well, generate some uh, some buzz, mm-hmm. and you know it's got to be a charismatic. Good to me, a guy I would I look at as a Lonergan. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. You know, he, yeah. I forget where he lost his job because he, you know, yelled at somebody or it was something. GW. Like that. Yeah. And I mean, he's a local guy. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of the one that's almost the most vocal. I mean, at least on Twitter, for whatever that's worth. He's like, all you got to he's like little things that he would change. And you're mm-hmm. like, yep. You know? Yep. So, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. This this three game stretch is key, though. Like yep. you said, it's, it's, it's key for morale. I mean, yeah, you can get, you can. Get better at the end of the year and squeak out some wins and sure. and make the tournament. But if you lose these three games, let's see if they can go four zero. I'm <laughs> I'm not entirely. I'm making sure. fun of both of you on that one. I'm not entirely sure this is a tournament team. I don't know I, if it I, is a tournament. Well, team. it should be, but it right should now, be. But you're right. They, but, yeah, they got but no, they're sitting at five and two, and like you said, looking ahead to these three, if they're five and five after yeah, these, that's, that's, that's these bad. next three games, that's not good. No, yeah. that's not good. That's the opposite of good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's sucks. bad. Yeah. So we shall see. But uh, that game tomorrow night's going to be tough, man. Virginia Tech's a tough team. Yep. Yeah. And, and they, they just played at Xavier, and Xavier won, but Virginia Tech had the ball with a chance to win it. We were watching the game on Saturday, and Virginia Tech hung with them just back and forth, and Xavier's a good team. You I mean, know? they're 5-2. They're and two. Yeah. Right? So their What's the tip time? 7-15? 7-15, yeah. Because they're doing the, uh, the last tribute tomorrow. Their losses are at Xavier. And Memphis. Yeah. Top 10 teams. So yep. I know. If I were a betting man, I might be betting on the Hokies. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that, that's going to be a tough game. But like you said, follow that right up with their first big, big 10 game. Granted, it's at home against Northwestern. Um, and then they go to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn to play Florida. So that's a tough game. Neutral neutral court. Um that's a tough stretch here, man. They need to get their shit together. I don't um, think they're going to get their shit together, but we'll see. <clears throat> if he just lets Ayala and Russell just run the pace on the court and just backs off and stops coaching from the bench and micromanaging every fucking possession, I think they'd be better off. If he just lets somebody else coach and he just sits on the bench and calls timeouts. Jerry, I, I, you were just up getting major. I told Jeremy their best runs here in their games are when the tempo's up and they're playing a little helter-skelter because they have such good athletes and instincts. And every time they get on a run, this is what Turge does when they get the ball. He goes, pump the brakes. Right. He does this with his hand. He slow it down, pump the brakes. And I'm going, and then, we, and then we just like dribble it off our foot and out of bounds. I'm like, dude, we just went on a 10-2 run by being athletic and just, you know. Yeah. I, I think to myself, and it's, we're so spoiled at Maryland. We talk about this all the time. I think, what would Gary Williams do with a team like this? Oh, he would love a fucking team like this. Two big guys inside, fast guards. Bunch of athletes. He would have never recruited these guys because all these guys probably have handlers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. didn't want to fucking deal. Yeah, you're right. All right. So breaking news: uh, Notre Dame will apparently wait for Luke Fickle. He's their number one choice, and that's the Cincinnati, Cincinnati guys, right? Coach. So, so that's another thing that Cincinnati has to deal uh-huh. with. They're gonna, lose, they're gonna lose so bad to Houston. Oh shit! Yeah, that's it. Go sell the farm on yes. Houston right now. Do it. Oh shit! All right. So I think we're done with college. Go Terps. Um, All right, let me get my pants ready because now we're going to talk about the caps. C A P S oh. caps caps caps. Beat the Canes. Are you yeah. fucking kidding? Damn it! Is Ovi on another fucking? Well, level he's only right having now. the best season of his career to this point. Jesus Christ! It's ridiculous. He's got to be on something, dude. Dude, 
Russian he, just, cats? he looks like he's 25 again. He he's, does. Yeah. What if for his hair, you'd think he was. <clears throat> so, uh, Rod, I will saw, I will Rod Brindamore fined for inappropriate conduct. Okay. Well, he was cussing out the referees for about 61 minutes of that game. All right. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the bigger picture, let's go back to the Caps-Canes game on Sunday. Caps looked real good through 40 minutes. Canes, you knew they were going to come oh, and push. Yeah. And they absolutely did in the third. So, Caps get a power play with about five minutes left. Which was legitimate. Absolutely. Then, Aho proceeds to fucking karate chop Protus's stick and break it in half. Why did Brindamore lose his shit? Because... He yelled at the ref. He looked at me. He goes, that's not a penalty. That's bullshit. And I'm sitting there on my DVR with George, who fucking plays hockey. And he's like, dude, he takes it up to his shoulder level and two hands him. And the stick fucking breaks in half. After the game, What the hell? After the game, Brendan Moore explained that, yes, it was a penalty and it should have been called. But in the heat of the moment, they had just come back and it was more. He was just emotional. Okay, that's fine. So this is your first fucking right. game. Yeah, he's an asshole. It's not your first game. I love Brendan Moore, but that was pathetic. He'll yeah. kill me, but I, he's oh, an asshole. Without an question, asshole. he could still play. He'd beat the yeah. shit out of me. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I, um, I, that that's it's not the, like James Franklin yeah. where I would just. That's the know. explanation. It is not an excuse. <laughs> well, no, but I, I'm glad he said that because I was kind of disappointed. Was, I, I love that guy. And I'm me like, too, but I was like, dude, shut up. <laughs> I was like, what do you, it wasn't like it was in the corner and you go, it was an interference or a yeah. rough or a trip and you go, really, ref? He, he literally two-handed the player who was carrying the puck into the zone on the power play. You, know, you know why I liked it? It's because Brenda Moore knew it's a big fucking game because yeah. he knows yeah. that the Caps are going to be there I know. In the end. I know. And how about the game-winning goal? How fucking gorgeous was that yep. goal? I don't know if you saw it. It was I one saw it on my phone. It looked gorgeous. One like touch passing goal. around the entire ice and then finished off by Orloff. Like, yeah. as the play was going on, I was standing up. I was like, holy shit. And I think that was the perfect icing on the cake because it wasn't like the Caps scored on the 5-on-3. It was 5-on-4, right, right. yeah. and it was tic-tac-toe passing, and Brindamore just lost yeah. his mind like, when we scored. Good job, ref. That's on you. <laughs> so great. Well, then his dumbass, and as George said it, he goes, we got to his head because he pulled Anderson with two and a half minutes left. Yeah. 5v5 in the third period, Carolina was dominating that game. Yeah. There's no need you, no need to pull your goalie until a I minute mean, left. I would, I, I would have done it. I, I always think people wait too long to pull their goal. That's the way the league's going now, though. I, mean, is, I, I don't know what his average is. Well, but I, it was it was great. There's got to be some analytic. Oh, yeah, oh, there 100% right. is. I but I, I think I also part of it is that they haven't been behind very many games in the third period. So I think it was almost as much that as it was us being in his head. But, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, us, because we did well that well, game. Well, we did really well. My I, was, I, was, I was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how great has Sam Sonoff been? He's been. And I will say this, kiss of death. I listened to our last podcast yesterday. And I just fucking like, I I brought up the point about Vanacek and Samsonov and went. I mean, maybe Samsonov's just not the guy you thought he was. <laughs> Good job, Todd. Because <laughs> isn't he like the last goalie in the league without a regulation loss? Yeah, or something? he's only six and zero in his last six, obviously. And you know, so there are some pundits from on the internet from RMNB. That's right. Which is the only site I really ever look at. Um, that explains say, a lot. But go ahead, sorry. Who say that uh, the Caps? Um, VTech and Samsonov are basically the same average to above average goalie, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to get an expiring contract veteran for the playoffs. That's what I said two weeks ago in the pod. Yeah, I mean, they're certainly not the same goal. I mean, we've been saying it all along that the ceiling is so much higher on Samsonov. Correct. The floor is probably higher on Vanacek, but I mean, Samsonov, he just, he's proved, I mean, if they said that recently, that's not very smart. So I heard, Jerry, so just not. I heard. <laughs> Two comps for Vanacek and Samsonov from it was Brent Johnson. Okay, yeah, he knows. What All right, he does. <clears throat> and Brent Johnson said, if if I had to tell you who I think these guys are like, he said Vanacek reminds me of a Michael Neuvert, okay. who is okay. a legitimate NHL goalie. He can be your number one. He can be your one A. He can win you a playoff series. He can be there. Is he going to make that deep cup run? Is yes, he going to win and, four series? Right, probably not. But. Not I mean, many are. I mean, right, but very serviceable yeah. NHL yep. caliber number one goalie. He said Samsonov can blow up and have a stretch where you're like, oh my god, you, you're going to need to score five goals a game. Mm-hmm. He said, however, he has stretches where he looks like Vasilevsky. That's exactly what I was going to say. So if yep. your comps are Neuvert and Vasilevsky, <laughs> that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Samsonov's ceiling is high, but it doesn't do you any good if his ce- if he's not playing close to his ceiling come playoff time. Right. Which is why I'm not. 
uh, it doesn't pain me to hear those ideas of trying to go out and get. No, it doesn't bother event, me at all. Yeah, but. you know, for a playoff run, you know. And I, quite honestly, Major let's go back. Let's go back to you know COVID and everything else. I mean, our plan with fucking Hank was that yep. we were going to use the young guys during the regular season, and then fucking Hank was going to be our playoff goal. Well, as long as I'm still going to take a shit, we're probably okay. <laughs> Why is Sprong getting scratched? Because he can only play offense. What's that? Sprong being scratched? Because you said because he only plays yeah, offense. Only plays yeah. offense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's great when we're yeah. full strength, and you yeah. need that little jump in the lineup. But right now, you just need guys doing the, the well, dirty work. And I think also is the way the lines are playing out right now. I mean, you would never. I don't think even even Laviolette would have thought he would run a whole Hershey line instead of having Sprung in there. Yep. But chemistry wise, that's just a better option. You just need to plug in one guy. You're probably playing Sprung. Yeah. But for when sure. you play a whole line, you know he just he doesn't really fit there. Nope. By the way, man, how great is the organizational depth for us to be able to bring up this many different Hershey guys and not miss a beat? And I'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn again. The fucking system that LaViolette plays, it's a winning system. And if yeah. the guys buy in, you can win games in this yep. league. So what's the – when? I got two questions. What's the injury status on the vets? And two, when does the slipper come off and adversity is – yeah, when does playing with this many Hershey guys catch up with you? Yeah. I thought it would have already. Yeah, could tonight. Um, we played a good team tonight. So. Yeah, we played a good team tonight. It could tonight. Um, so Backstrom has been skating in a non-contact jersey. Correct. So he's probably another two weeks away. I'd guess at least a week. I mean, I actually don't even know what happened to Oshie. I, mean, I remember I was out a week. I really don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't guys. either. Um, I've heard... I've heard Baxter middle of December, okay. and I've heard Oshi like any time now. Okay, as soon what about as he's yeah. ready to come off the IR? Schultz and Sheary and. Schultz and Sherry have weird injuries. They're just not sure. Somebody else? Is that yeah. it? No, Schultz, Sherry, and... One more? Maybe I was thinking Oshie, but... Is that it? I guess, you know, I was probably trying to figure out what was going with Sprung, but he was just scratched. probably what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, Backstrom, Oshie, Schultz, Sherry, Mantha. Jesus. Mantha, that's right. Now, Mantha... He's probably out the longest, right? Yeah, well, for yeah. sure, but he got the injury at the right time. Yeah, exactly. Because he's already skating because it was a shoulder injury. So, I mean, he's out skating and doing, you know, um, uh, cardio and stuff. I've heard him coming back middle of uh, February. So the next five tonight at Florida, tough game. Oh, very tough game. If we can get a tie, I'd be amazed. I'd be be really amazed because you can't have ties. (laughs) Let me if we get a (laughs) Then we got Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, Pittsburgh. Winnables. All winnables. All winnables. Well, with this team, every game is winnable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get a but, but look a at point. the look at the West Coast swing is a prime example. Beat San Jose, beat LA, and then lose to the Kraken, and then lose to the Kraken. Kraken That's the is, one game I tried yeah, to watch. I, know, I, was I, just, I don't do it. And Kraken just smoked somebody else last night, so or the night before. So yeah, they're, they're, they're obviously um, they were done with the fucking trip. Oh yeah, they yeah. That's won, what Lavi left said too. They didn't usually get tired. Yeah, yeah. But okay, second star last week was. Tristan Jari. Yeah, Jari. That's right. Didn't he have two shutouts? I think so. He had like a yeah. 9.75. Yeah. Did you guys see Panarin and yeah, Thorshan go at it? <laughs> it's fucking great? hilarious. I love it. I love every minute of it. it. Fucking cracks me up. How about the Brady Kachuk, uh, Brendan Lemieux thing? Did you see that? Oh, my God. Don't bite me. Dude. Dude, Kachuk. <laughs> Kachuk's got to fucking screw loose. Yeah, he was. And Lemieux is like... Lemieux's a fucking gangster. Yeah. Like, well, mean, you know, they, it's 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 impressive. I mean, there's all these records like father and son, more than thirty goals in the season, all these other things. And I got father son, first two father son duo to um, both bite players <laughs> on the ice. It, uh, it's a happy Gilmore shit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty rare when you see the fight go on and the refs are breaking it up and they don't stop. It's pretty rare. It nor, is very nor, rare. Normally, yeah. I mean, that's like some. That was some straight up street fight. Oh, it was, dude. Like they were, they would have fought anywhere. They would have gone to the dressing if room. If they had fought. said, "Hey guys, take your skates off and go to the, uh, you know, go to the warehouse out back by the where the Zamboni," they, they would have been like, "Let's fucking yeah. go," you know. I mean, that, Let's fight to the, the death. The lack of professionalism, not with just the biting, but just the, <laughs> the you had two crazy dudes, man. Well, they you are know? nuts. Well, both Kachuk boys are are crazy, yeah. you know, and they're big boys and they don't give a fuck, you know. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way they play. Uh, I don't. I mean. Lim- Who's the other kid? Who? Brandon Lemieux. Yeah, Claude yeah. Lemieux's Who's kid? His? Oh, that's Claude. Claude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a mean motherfucker. Really? Oh, yeah. Difference there is he doesn't really play hockey. The Kachuk boys can play yeah, some hockey. Kachuk boys are top-line players. Lemieux's, yeah. Nah. <clears throat> yeah, the Kachuk there, boys but... are in the same breath as, like, Wilson. Yes. You know, big, 
big badass motherfuckers, and they're going to score fifty points. Yeah, fifty you know? points, you know, thirty goals could be. By captains. the way, I shit on Wilson two weeks ago on the pod. <laughs> He's yeah. lighting it up too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just need Fuck to keep you. jumping on everybody. And uh, and how great is Kuzi playing? Knock on. Wood. Oh man, oh. he's the he's the dude. Catalyst. He's you said it, man. When he's good, he we're good. I, I wonder if Ovi can be tied to him, like his start, or or, or vice versa. And well, it's, so it's, you know, both else? doing it. So the Russians that we rag on when we're not playing well. Right now, Samsonov, Kuzi, Ovi, and Orlov, Orlov. are carrying Orlov. Orlov. Orlov is a, a fucking right monster yeah. right now. Um, we got to shit on him, but I think Carlson looks uh, he looks like he's banged up. A little got, bit, but he's still, I mean, again, I think other guys are playing better. He's, he's okay, though, too. Did you really see his empty netter the other yeah. night? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, uh, the, the video clip of everybody after the game of Carolina and Ovius? Has the axe? I don't know if that's a real axe, but he's holding yeah, yeah. it by the blade. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're gonna lose! He's gonna cut your hand off. He's gonna shave with it. Uh, he's a fucking animal. He's not gonna shave. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right, so man, caps keep keep entertaining us, boys. All right, Florida, Chicago, Columbus, Jeremy, how many points? And just those, we including Pittsburgh or whatever in there. No, we're just going next three. Um, four. Yeah, they get four. I said four, too. Yeah. All right. But I don't think there's a regulation loss in there. I think overtime loss, overtime loss win. Don't want I, it, but let's go. I say regulation loss tonight, two wins coming up. Okay. I like it. Hey, man, get four anyway. Any way you can, man. Yeah. All right, fellas, anything else? Nope. We covered so. Neil Brown, Indeed.com. <laughs> Put your resume up. <laughs> Uh, Anybody great. needs de- defensive coordinator help? Jerry, yes, call Jerry. Jerry Hyde is here, yeah. willing run, and able. I run a four four and a four three, <laughs> same time. <laughs> uh, all right, so wings, beers, and tears. Let's go, local sports teams. And uh, next week, hopefully, we can get together again next week, and uh, we'll see where Maryland and WVU are headed for bowl games and. Um, kind see, of, see if they're, they're going to be able to field a team. Or everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Everybody's like, nah, I'm not going to make that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, until next week, wings, beers, and tears. Peace. See, see ya. ya.